Hey Vocal Fam, just a really quick uh, episode this week. We wanted to drop an episode midweek so that we could continue to add to everybody's uh, binging of media. This is a quick Picard PhD that we recorded over the weekend that we wanted to drop just here on your Wednesday for your amusement. We talk a little bit about online teaching at the front end, just a little bit about how our weeks had sort of gone, some observations we made, and then with the rest of this episode is dedicated to reviewing Picard, Star Trek Picard episodes 7, 8, and 9. So if that's your thing, check it out. It'll be great. We're going to drop another episode with Nicholas Pollison on Saturday with Sarah and I, and then the following Saturday will be a Picard PhD sort of wrap-up with Josh and Sarah and I as we uh, allow Dr. Glasner to finally talk about spectral moments and wrap up the entire first season of Star Trek Picard. You guys be safe out there. Be healthy. We love you guys. Vocal fam, we got this. You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Hawkins Labs in the Upside Down. Jamie says I'm being absurd in that it's only been a few days, Uh but doesn't feel like a few days well, i don't even like going out and seeing people it's just when you tell me that i can't that all of a sudden I'm like but i want to i need to i actually if it weren't for all the sort of me trying to not think about the future stuff that i can't control because vocal fam guess what we can't control the future can any of us no Accurate. so we have to oh, we're being recorded now we have to rely and trust that um that God has it, mm. and uh, that's just where we're gonna. That's just where we're gonna leave the future. Because guess what? You can't change it. You, no matter how much we try to influence it, guys, we just have to trust. And you know, I think the song for the entire era of COVID nineteen, which we're not going to talk about past this moment, <laughs> is Anna's "Do the Next Right Thing." And if you actually uh, go back and watch Frozen 2, those words are incredibly prophetic and are really remarkable. And the only thing we can do when the darkness has overtaken is do the next right thing and take a step and move on. Because you sure it's not Olaf's song? That this will all make sense when I'm older? Nope. You sure? It's not that. that. That's why that song is early in the movie and Anna's <laughs> song is late in the movie. And well, also And movie. also why the 1980s music video is early in the movie. I love that though. Uh, that's a good movie. I need to rewatch that. Yeah, I've well, got time. you've got the time. <laughs> so, anyway, I, by the way, I think I may drop this as a separate episode. I feel like it will need to be. We have a because lot of Picard to cover. Also, people oh are sort of liking content right now. Because, you know. We have nothing better to do and crave human interaction. I get it. So anyway. All right, Vocal Fam. Well, here we are. 
bringing you finally a new edition of Picard PhD. Welcome, Dr. Glasner. Hello. Who's got his very fancy... Listen, vocal fam, can I just say, <laughs> Dr. Glasner, and, 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 and I'll throw Dr. Howell into this, and, and also uh, Kayla Godero, they have been working slightly too hard, no, just, just, just the right amount of hard, <laughs> at trying to make video voice teaching the most audio-friendly thing possible and i don't mean through like oh well let's hop on this thing and try this no 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 no. i mean through empirical study design i (laughs) mean with research grade microphones and powered monitors i mean with pro internet plans i mean like this has been uh i don't know josh do you want to say anything about it on the front end i had a spring break and an extended spring break and I relaxed one half of a day. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of it was this. All right. I, I had a nice half day of Civilization Six. It was really nice. That's yeah. That's it's a, a that's an online that video game, right? It's a uh, not on, necessarily online. Oh, okay. It's both and by yourself with a computer. So, it, but it's uh, PC. It's a uh, PC or Mac. Oh, PC or Mac. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just when I think of like computer games, I just assume that they're PC only. No, it's it's both. It's great. Actually, I think there's also some other platforms. But some of the more anyway, heavy duty games. That was my half day of relaxing. But no, we've been doing some and and really really at this point it's uh Dr. Howell and and Kayla um doing most of the legwork or all of the legwork, I'm sorry. Um they are doing some uh tests of different platforms and trying to figure out exactly one exactly which one has the um, highest fidelity using some microphones that are using um, an Earth, Earthworks M30 flat response omnidirectional microphone um, and then a powered speaker and testing the frequency response and testing which ones have automatic gain control um, you know already in the algorithm baked into the algorithm and um, you know they'll have some really uh, important things to say. Um, it does. I mean, and at this point, it does look like um, some. It looks like Zoom um, is the with certain settings is really the one that uh, is most recommended today. Today, I mean, and and from what I understand, I would say that people using Discord, it's probably actually fine as well um, because it's using the same codec. Um, that makes sense. But the but the you know the thing that I said that I've been saying and the thing that I said on uh, some of the material that I put on my website um, about microphones and recordings um, is that, you know, I think it's more important, um, and I think I think both of you would agree with me, that it's more important that we understand the limitations of the technology rather right. than try and, you know, have our students spend $1,400 because that's just yes. not going to happen. Not and even right when now. we use... Well, of course. Well, well and it shouldn't like- happen. I'm not even teaching college students. And exactly. so with my with my kids, I've mostly been like, what do you have? Like, but, what, what right. where can I meet you halfway? Exactly. Like, well, and, and I think that's perfect, Sarah. I think what you're, like, if you were to just uh, ask your students, what I've been doing today, because I had my, you know, my two uh, hours of teaching on Saturday, and I um, asked my students what microphone they were using and 
at that point, um, I found the frequency response of that microphone, put it in a folder um, for the day. And then when they come up the next time, I'll be able to look at that frequency response. Um, Joey yeah. Falduti had a really great idea um, a couple days ago where he said, maybe would it be helpful if I just had them make like create or sing a bright sound and a dark sound into the microphone so I can just calibrate my own ears. And I said, I think that's perfect. That's, that's smart. Yeah. You know, so you have the information from the frequency response, you know what, how the, how the microphone is coloring it, you know, the limitation of the platform, which, um, Dr. Howell and Kayla are going to be putting out there. Um, and you know, the, the hopefully the frequency response of the speakers you're using or the headphones you're using yeah. um, or, or how that colors the sound. And that's that's all you can really do at this point. As we talked about last week, we're basically being, like I keep saying this in, in every you know talk, we're being forced into best practice. You yep. have to trust your student. You know, you have to get them to sing and to feel things and to um, develop proprioceptive awareness. Could you say we're boldly going where no oh, one's geez. gone before. Oh, oh. oh nice. I had to say, I, I thought about saying it like in the voice because I, I've i gotten to the point now where every time I watch the like Which intro, voice? it's like, bold, like, oh. Oh, the, the, oh, the next gen oh. voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who says it in other Well, I mean, um, it could have been the James gen. T. Kirk voice. I mean, in TOS. It's the same. Wait, Okay, so I started watch uh, Jamie and I a few nights ago watched a few episodes of what's the one the first one that's got William Shatner in TOS, it? TOS, the original series. Yeah, original yeah, series. the original series. We we watched the first episode of that. And man, was that trippy! That was nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're going through. Well, and when they fly through space, and you—it literally looks like somebody just threw the ship across the screen, and they were like filming, mm -hmm. like, "Oh yeah, this is it. Special effects right here." It was amazing. Can't even see this this string holding the ship. Up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and then like you're like in these planets, and you're like, "Yeah, that's totally not a painted backdrop. This <laughs> is." Yeah, totally realistic. That cardboard rock didn't just fall. The card, that's the thing. Like they they laser blasted something, maybe. and I was like, the paper is ripping off. <laughs> so it's paper. And so the, the, my favorite thing, though, still about the the original series is, and you could say this about any of the Star Trek episode of, of series in a way, but like the the fact that it's supposed to be like this super woke thing, right? This, this like we mm -hmm. have, in the, if we're talking about the original series, you know, where we have, you know, uh, um, different, you know, um, ethnicities of on the bridge, different countries represented on the bridge of the enterprise and yet still so very misogynistic. Oh, it was mm -hmm. terrible. And Even sexist. in that first episode where he's like, number one, and he said something to her, and I was like, Who, you, we need you to, to stay behind to, on the on the bridge. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, <laughs> okay, I see, I see. We've got our one one woman hanging out here, number one. I don't know, I was giggling. It was, it was just funny. Wait, when you era. say number one, are we talking about you watched Pike and... I watched like the pilot episode yeah it wasn't oh, actually Pike. william shatner no, um it Pike. was it was whoever was in the first Which one i didn't even bother to learn his super name. duper retconned in discovery right josh oh yeah oh yeah oh not even a little not a little a lot oh. actually do you know that that's going to be apparently that's the next series 
the Enterprise yeah. with That's Pike. Big... Yeah, they're going to be creating one apparently. Enter Pike. That'd be cool. Enter Pike. <laughs> Enter Pike. And we're on a different audio platform, uh, video platform. Ta-da. So we flipped Can over you to hear a difference. We flipped. <laughs> Oh, we flipped over to Zoom uh, to see if that would give us any more stability because guess what, guys? The internet's busy these days. And uh, we're just here recording a podcast on a Saturday when everybody's everybody's at home anyway. So, uh, well, here we are. Um, and right now, we're, uh, we're going to be on a time limit. So, anyway, folks, uh, welcome back. And... We are really here today. I know we just, you know, Dr. Glasner sort of gave you the rundown of what he's been working on. But honestly, we just want to give you all a chance today just to unplug a little bit. So if you've been keeping up with Star Trek Picard, we haven't had a chance. I think we've missed three episodes or four. Uh, we missed oh. a few. It's been a hot second. I know I we've not great. done seven, eight, nine. Did we do six? Which one was Six. Six would have been. Let's see. Let's see. Have we reviewed Nepont? No, that was seven, right? Six is the Impossible Box. We did that episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was starting where we finally got some Riker action. That right, right. Didn't... So Riker Troy, and then everything Borg sort of Queen. Go- Borg Queen. Yeah, Hugh, Borg Queen. Episode eight. And then yeah. what just happened in episode nine. All right. So that's all. That's in a way a lot. It's practically the only action that's really happened all series. Uh, sort of. Um, but we're here to be positive about this show today. So what did we think about uh, this ep- about the last three episodes? Where do you want to start? I was going to say, like, th- there's so much that happens in each Honestly, I think we should start with Riker and Troy. Okay, and so pizza. Riker, pizza. Troy, and Riker's pizza. Pizza, yeah. What on earth? And Kestra. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and the thing that kind of got glossed over, which was the um the sun, the sun. Yeah, what? That was that was crazy. So I feel like that's gonna come back. That's it's, what a lot of people are predicting. That's one of the things that people are predicting. Although I feel like this show is like the most predictable show that's ever been on television and also maybe not at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know that seems very contradictory, but that's sort of how it's played out to this point. It's like, well, this is obvious. And then that happens, but then something else happens and you're like, oh, Wait, I never what? saw that happening. Yeah. I, I, it's a strange mix. It's like, I, I, I don't know. Um, so Riker Troy, how, I, what, I mean, I got I got, I'll say that seeing Riker and Troy on screen in episode seven, them reunite with Jean Luc was one of the most emotional things all season for me. Yeah, Absolutely. I loved it. I loved that. I loved them. The little daughter was cute. Made me I, sad though. I liked Kestra. I thought she was a good character. Same. Same. No, um, I really enjoyed it. Well I'm trying to remember oh. I'm not sure how I felt about the scene where Picard is like sort of harshly going into Soji. Oh, yeah. And where Troy was like, right, what you right. doing? You don't have the right. 
yeah, that was weird. Seemed out of character. Yeah. I'm not sure how I felt about that scene. Yeah. I just don't think we really know Picard's character anymore. I know. Yeah, he's so different. Which, if you think about it from the perspective of just how long has it been since we've seen him, like, yeah, people change. But do they change that much? And especially in a show like this, where, like, Picard is almost such a... A trope to himself like he's he's his own thing well maybe maybe though that we'll get to this later with episode nine but maybe that's really the story they're telling maybe the story that they're really telling is picard having totally lost himself and having to find himself again yeah yeah i buy that all right i mean i think that's one possibility um uh Riker's pizza boxes definitely made the rounds <laughs> on the internet that week. Yeah. I, I didn't really know what to the do. The pizza with that. looked good. It, it did. The tomatoes look looked amazing. Yeah. Looked delicious. I, I wanted you, those tomatoes. I'll tell you my one of my favorite moments though of that episode was like they show up at this log cabin, which was perfect. I thought Troy and Riker oh, living 100%. in the woods was perfect. And then shields up. Shields up. Just bam. <laughs> Riker realizes so something's right wrong, and he's like, "Shields up." <laughs> to me, it read almost very much like Tony Stark going off and like right? having his life in the woods, but then just like the first time something happens, like boom, 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 boom suits everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is Riker Tony Stark? Who knows? Like, oh, Picard is not. <laughs> that much is, Picard, is Picard Captain America? Who knows? Is Picard <laughs> Professor X? Or <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, you figured it out. You broke. You broke the code. Congratulations. Thankfully, it took me a whole many weeks to make that joke. <laughs> it's been coming. It's it's been there for the taking. Yeah, was we it? had to at some point. I don't know. Um, it's it feels good to laugh. Um, that's nice. Uh, let's see. Episode read my mind. That was a Professor X joke. G-dum-tsh. I get it. I get it. Um, at least you didn't project yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. I I'm a voice teacher. I always project. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I can't handle it. Even when you've isolated yourself? (laughs) Oh man. Quit. Okay, this This is is going going on a bit. Real quickly. Um, (laughs) We only have 40 minutes, people. Uh,. I, I mean, okay, so obviously, obviously in episode seven, the biggest, you know, sort of heartstring moment, I think, was intended to be two things. One, that that Riker and Troy had a son. They lost that son to a disease that could have been curable had they had a synthetic Any. system, had they had a positronic yeah. net. A positronic, yeah. Um, and they obviously didn't because synths were outlawed, so voila. Yeah. Um, that's a plot point as Josh just mentioned I do think that could come back that we've definitely seen some activity on the internet suggesting that Um, also in that episode we lost Hugh that was sad 
Oh, that gave me the feels because I just watched. I feel I, I feel like I'm having deja vu. Maybe I just had this conversation with somebody recently, but I had just watched the episode where I got to meet Hugh on Next Gen for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, I, I watched that episode. Then I went and watched Picard, and I saw him die. And it was terrible. You and I had talked about that. Okay, that's probably it. Because I was like, I've talked to somebody, and it feels like it was on the podcast, but we haven't talked about this, so I guess it wasn't. It was mm-hmm. while you were here at the very beginning of spring break. Ooh, nozzle. That feels like forever ago. It was a lifetime a- ago. Yes. Um... <laughs> Good times. Yes. It was good times. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Any, yeah, any he died. Very sad. It was Which very was sad, sad and killed by Narek's weird sister, sister lover. I don't even Who I hasn't like been me. back since that moment, I don't think, practically. Yeah, come at, uh, uh, Yeah, I guess she uh, has. What was it? Uh, I don't know what it Commodore means. Commodore O, but what is she actually... And then Commodore, hold on, we got to we got to hold off on Commodore O. We got to hold off because I have a different point to make about that. Okay. So then, obviously, at the end of that episode, the the Rios's ship is being tracked. Um, and then Gerardi, Agnes, Gerardi takes. I'm so over her. I am too, and it hasn't changed. Look, I thought, oh, maybe maybe they're gonna redeem her. They're trying, and I'm not buying it. I'm I'm but she will be redeemed. My new favorite character is Rafi, and we've come. I've come full circle with Whoa. her. I know, I know. I really didn't like her at first, but they've, they've. I, I very much enjoy her character now. All right, let's keep walking it forward. So then yeah. we we had episode nine, where episode eight, eight, eight no eight. So skip date eight with uh, gosh, remind Four me. Queen. Borg Queen? Oh, thank Borg you. Queen. Borg Queen. It's like the biggest thing I remember from that. So we that get... was intense, and I was really worried for a while. I was Me really worried. Too. I was like, are we going to lose her? Well, because... It... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, was it weird to y'all that it almost seemed like the Borg kind of queen entity said, oh, we're not through with her yet? Like, Annika still has work to do, and that was yeah. weird to me. That well, me it was as if they knew that Annika had more to do, not... That seven of nine had more to do yeah. because remember, had they yeah. meant had they meant Borg her, they would have said seven of nine. But it was just it was weird to me. Like I don't know, that was weird. I'm wanna... just, I'm worried about the Borg being close to the synths and like. Okay, I have a theory about that when we. I'm get sorry, to I got ahead of ourselves. But... I was gonna say I have I have a theory about that when we get to the next episode. But first, episode. Oh, we uh, we got to see the um, what's it called the um. Oh, the, the prophecy thing. Yeah. The admonition. The, admonition, yeah. The admonition. Oh, yeah. Was that in episode eight? Yes, that was in episode was in, eight. Was oh, in episode eight. right. Well, we saw most of it So, in also, I couldn't remember the name of it when we previously talked about it, but how about my rightness of calling that the conclave of eight would matter? Oh. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I finally got something right in this series. It's, it's taken me the whole series, but... Uh, um, so there we go. Conclave yeah. of Eight, in fact, mattered. Conclave of Eight, which seems like a uh, artificially made solar system. Sounds it. That is what it seems to be. Yeah. Um, still loving, I will say, I think Rios might be my favorite character. He's cool. He's, He's cool. Including his holograms. I love his holograms. The holograms are amazing. 
Was that the episode we got his backstory? That was that was that yes. episode, right? Yes. I love getting some of his backstory because I had just, which I think they wanted us to be under the assumption that his old captain had died in some sort of battle. And so then having that development, that oh, that was so good. I enjoyed that. Except really, we find out that his captain killed a bunch of a couple of synths, yep. one of whom was Soji's cousin's sister. Looked like Soji in some way. Yeah, to me it seems like maybe it was like an earlier version of Soji. Well, I think they, they answered that in the last episode. That's true. Right. Um, yeah. Gerardi yeah. obviously had been placed under arrest, sort of, like house arrest on Rios's ship for mm-hmm. killing Bruce Maddox. That all comes to light. Understandably. She shares her stuff about the admonition with Soji. Yep. Soji obviously is awake and knows who she is, where she's going. They thought they had lost Narek, and then Narek found them. Yep. What a butt. And then Narek... And and I will say, just sort of from episode 8 to 9, Borg Transwarp Network. That was crazy. That was great. That was awesome. The Borg coming through in episode 9 then. That was intense. It was. I was like, oh my gosh! But not just the cube coming through, then the orchids taking down those killer orchids. Those were freaky. What? Yeah. I still don't quite understand the orchids. No. I don't like either. so it's a giant space flower that burns up when it re enters the atmosphere, but it's powerful enough to take down the, like, a board cube. Flower power? I guess the point is is that it like shuts down all the systems. We're truly going back to the original series in the sixties, flower power. And did you catch the line this episode, Josh, about what was it? making a big deal about being killed by a space fungus. Oh. <laughs> I did, yes. And and Kelsey turned to me and was like, wait, do the mushrooms kill them or something? I was like, no, that doesn't happen. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, I just thought it was funny. It, I, think, I think people are going to be, judging from what the internet has been, what I've been seeing on, on Star Trek forums, groups, I think that the internet is going to be very upset with how tied in Kurtzman is going to make all this. I agree. I and, agree. I don't I still don't quite see the path. Okay, well, I've been waiting to share my theory. So then let's cover episode nine. <laughs> okay. So episode nine, they get to Sochi's home world. Which I believe in an earlier episode of this segment that uh, I also called that it would be a synth quote-unquote utopia where everybody was beautiful and whatever. Very reminiscent. Some of them are pretty. Some of them are freaky looking. uh, Reminiscent though of like a series one Star Trek Next Gen episode. Yep. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. With the clothes, just anytime you go to a planet where they're all dressed like only in their underwear, yeah, or not dressed. Not dressed as, yeah, the point. Right. <laughs> you know things are going to go down. It's like any time an episode ha- takes place on the holodeck, I'm like, why does anyone go on the holodeck? Nothing good happens there. Ugh. How anyway. convenient would having a holodeck be right now? <laughs> For real. For real. Well, they're working on it. Just are they really? Saying. I'll go. Yeah. I'll it out. I think holodeck technology could become very critical to our lives. 
Those little virtual reality goggles. Oh, anyway, um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Episode nine. Episode nine. Things happened. Yeah. We have theories. I do. Well, let's recover sort of for, for everybody what happened. So they go to the planet. Yep. Rios's ship is crashed. The yep. Borg cube has crashed. The Borg, a yep. Borg cube has crashed, but seven Merrick's of nine and... Oh, the word. Side note, did you? Did anybody else like just have this like vision of like, oh, so we're on the Death Star now? Totally. Uh, like circa, circa um, episode uh, seven? Yeah. Ooh. Um... Not only that, um, I very much enjoyed Picard's sort of passing of the torch to Seven of Nine. Yep. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Elnor. No, where he's where she said, "Keep saving the or galaxy, Picard," and he said, "That's your turn now," or something. Well, it was also nice to get confirmed. I mean, even though we didn't totally get confirmed why he's dying, but the whole, like, I'm dying thing. Like, we all saw that coming. Yeah. Confirmation. Did you see Rios' face when he found that out? Yes. That was sad. It was sad. It was. It was well done. It was was very well done with Agnes being like, I mean, maybe it's the tricorder. And he's like, we both know it's not the tricorder. Right. (laughs) We all know it's not. Right. Um... So then uh, it obviously sort of becomes clear that uh, Soji's cousin sister, whatever, thing, relative, can do Vulcan mind melds. How that about was that? Crazy. As one does. As, yeah, yeah you know. Um, and we meet Brett's, Brent Spiner's new character. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little much. It oh, was, was cool. It was, it, I, I, you know, it was like in the moment when it first happened, I kind of loved it. And the more I've lived with it, I've kind of been like, eh, it might have been heavy. He just didn't, he didn't really get his lines at the beginning. And then it got better, but he just didn't really, I don't think he got his character at the very beginning. At the beginning, it just really felt like old data. Uh, exactly. And then as it went on... He did a better job of capturing an almost kind of sinister aspect to him of wanting yeah. to be able to transfer his consciousness. But, yeah. Okay. Since you've introduced it, let's deal with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. He has this other synth that is a body. And the golem. Da-na-na. The golem. And so this things. apparent organic son of Soon wants to transfer his consciousness into this golem and is asking Dr. Gerardi to help him transfer his consciousness. Yes? Yes. Yeah. What did we think about that? I think there's more to come with that. I don't I don't know what's going to go down, but I, I think there's definitely going to be some interesting development there. Okay, well, this is my big prediction, but go ahead. Okay. Oh, I just, basically, when I, like, earlier when I said, like, oh, that kind of more sinister aspect, I'm thinking it's not going to be a good thing, but well, that's all. Josh, go ahead. Oh, I wasn't going to say anything. Okay, I agree. well, I-, I think there is the possibility that we need to consider that, given the slightly sinister aspect of that character that that is not Sun's son, but that is in fact Lore. Lore. 
Oh, that would be cool. Well, because did you I think, think it's the, the only eyes? thing that would make the fans happy? Well, in the way the the since their eyes looked more like Lore's eyes to me than Data's. Mm-hmm. So there's one possibility. Possibility two, which is actually my prediction that I made on the old internets today. Okay. I think that Gerardi will figure out how to transfer a consciousness. Remember they tried this in Next Gen, Josh? There's an episode where the guy transfers his consciousness into a computer. Not a synthetic body, but into a computer. I'm trying to remember back to it. It's. I feel like it's late. Like maybe season six. I feel okay. like I've watched this episode fairly recently, actually. That... Oh. Sounds no. right. I mean, I watched an episode where Barkley becomes a computer. No, I remember that one. I remember that. Like, but no, I know what you're talking about. Where like this the guy was a, put- ge- a guest star who was dying, and he wants his consciousness to be put into a computer. In fact, I think they play it as if the Enterprise's computer is the only computer in the universe large yes. enough to take his consciousness. Yes, I think I remember this one. He's really um, smart. Yes. And it, the computer starts like, but he's also very like cantankerous. Like he's a little crazy. Yes. And so, and there's also an episode where someone transfers their consciousness into Data. Yes. So here's so. my thing. So I think that what they're gonna do with that golem, mm-hmm. I think that Picard dies. Oh. And transfers his consciousness into Gollum. That way, Sir Patrick can just do voiceover and produce and doesn't have to be on screen. Well, and it makes sense with the way he was like, I'll be your advocate and blah, like, I'll go and whatever, like that. Now, and therefore, at the end of the very first episode, too, where he says, I don't want the game to end. And then in the series finale, he can bring peace to the new Starfleet as an AI and full because he is fully organic and fully synthetic Mm. and he'll have found his purpose again and a legend. What did they say? A legend never quits the fight. I, I still, I'm still wondering how we're going to get a Borg origin. I have a theory. I have a theory, I have a theory I have about a theory. that, too, but go ahead. Let's hear yours first, Sarah. Maybe it's the same thing. I think what if our synths on high are actually the Borg? Or at least they're creators. That's my theory. That, that, I'm, I'm totally there. Yeah, and so I'm when still, they I'm call a little bit... the mm-hmm. synths, the Borgs come. Or the creators of the Borgs, or whatever. I just feel like we're gonna like they're on the same planet now. Yeah. You know, Things they're a Borg on the synth planet and like how are they gonna defeat the Romulans? So there's a there's a theory Borgs. floating around I do wonder still if the Romulans are gonna play into the idea of as I've been theorizing of a Romulan creating the Borg kind of thing. Which would make sense if they all come together. I do I mean there's there's some questions there that could be answered. There is an interesting theory about... So, obviously, at the end of the episode, there's this massive Romulan fleet coming to destroy them, right? Right. Yeah. With Commander O. With Commander O, who all of a sudden is just a Romulan? Like, in Romulan... She's she's half Romulan, half Vulcan, right? I assume. I guess. She did a mind meld, so she has to be part Vulcan. Right. 
unless she just accepted well, just, some of their culture. Well, that's the thing. Like, if she's been masquerading as a Vulcan for years, then it would make sense that she learned some of their techniques. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's a. Th- this is what I was going to say. There's a theory floating around the internet that the series finale will be that big epic battle in space. Rios and some of them on his ship trying to get away mm-hmm. from the Romulans who are trying to gonna attack that planet and that squadron of Starfleet ships comes in to help fight the Romulans and who is leading the flagship of the squadron? Jordy? Captain Worf on the Enterprise Ooh. E. That'd be cool. I'd buy that. Because Kurtzman does love, love to bring that. an Enterprise into his other series, doesn't he, Josh? Oh, I would love that. Yes, he does. That would I be so beautiful. Especially I in a series finale, doesn't he? I need to see the Sovereign class. Right? That. That's a new need of mine. <laughs> With Captain Worf. I, I, I mean, could... yeah, Worf is cool, but the Sovereign class. Right? We need some excitement in our I would lives. Buy that. that would be good. Um, I. Oh, and Sarah doesn't even know how beautiful that ship is. I don't. Right. Mm. I just like the Enterprise. It's mm. a pretty ship. It's a beautiful ship. I mean, that probably won't mean as much to me, honestly. But because like, you haven't like seen uh, nostalgia. first contact, first contact, first contact. First, no. Yeah, the movie. You're gonna need to no, watch no, first contact. That. That's gonna oh, need to man. be a thing. Yes, you um, haven't ever seen the Borg Queen. I've not. I'm still trekking through next gen. Still trekking uh, through next gen. Okay. There's so much next gen. Now, you know how I like to go out on a limb on my weird uh, yarn board uh, every no. once in a while. No, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's he pulls back a secret wall. And here's it's just yarn. Here's Perna's <laughs> secret wall of yarn. It's behind the Yoda. It's it is behind the Yoda. <laughs> the, this is deep. <laughs> Today is Sonequa's birthday. Okay. And uh, the actress who plays Michael Burnham on Star Trek Discovery, Sarah. Nah, I mean anything. She's the okay. she's the main character. She was on oh, Walking Dead. Nice. Don't watch that. Don't do zombies. Anyway, today's her birthday. I know that societally, sometimes people of color will just use the word queen to describe a woman that they are celebrating. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Okay, so I'm acknowledging that it could just be purely happenstance. Like Bay is queen, yeah. But Star Trek CBS wished their queen happy birthday today. Ew, no. No, 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 no. Please, no. You see where I'm going already. I mean, yeah, but I I don't watch this show, so this means nothing to me. Time travel? Is it bad? Who knows? Well, there's already been time travel, so... Big time time travel? Ugh. Michael Burnham shows up in the season finale? No. Oh. People are really upset about the possibility of it. I'd be upset. I'd cry. (laughs) Star Trek doesn't need to make me cry. 
I had a whole season or a whole series of crying with the faith of the heart. Every so, time that intro played. Anyway. Anyway. So what who if knows? It's the cue, the continuum. What if they're the ones on high? Well, look, it's either Q or it's the Borg Queen because <laughs> of the cards the at the beginning of the s- series. Which Freaking I also Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, I, I'm still not convinced Picard will die until he reunites with Guinan, so I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. But, yeah, in, in his new synth body, maybe. Ooh. Maybe it's his new synth body that he and Guinan actually first met. Ooh. I just watched the episode where they first met. Mm. Where Guinan's, like, back in time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just watched that in a cave. With Data's, Data's head, head gets blown off. That was awesome. That was such a good episode. It was a good Time's episode. Arrow, part one and two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I'm just I'm just scared that like something's gonna happen to Seven. I like her. Seven of Nine. I like her a lot. Yeah. She's cool. I hope not. There's cool stuff. That will Willing make me very herself. sad because I like Seven. I know. Yeah. Little Elnor's growing on me. He is serving a purpose. Little Elnor. It's like Little Abner, except I so finally cute. started. I am referring to him by his actual name instead of continuing to call him Elrond. I mean, he's moving up in the world. Elrond. <laughs> I mean, basically... space elf, fantasy. Oh my elf. word! I can't, can we talk about how how much the ears stink? I'm so yeah. over the Romulan ears. They just look like space elves now. They're just space elves. Yeah. And especially I... Commodore O's. They just like... Gosh, yeah. I mean, like, all bodies are beautiful. But not those. It Well, it was just like they could have just... It, it, perhaps they could have been slightly more subtle. Yeah. Yeah, just a little point. Or like not go in front of her hair. Yeah, th- yeah they stick yes. out. Maybe it's, the, maybe it's the glasses that push I them forward. I don't know. I don't know. Do y'all think we're going to get a Neric redemption arc, or does he just stay a weasel? It's hard to say. I think, I think he's the slimiest him. character on the entire show. He is, in fact. And it's, he and plays it well. I, really, I liked mm-hmm. him at first, but then very quickly, we just descended into weird, perverted bleh. Yeah, I think I think he might be the most distorted character on the entire show. He's messed up. But, it, I mean, honestly, it's impressive how well-developed that is. And I, I actually really loved the interaction between Soji and him in this episode mm-hmm. where she kind of gets to yeah. tell him off. Like, I, I enjoyed that. But, he, yeah, he's gross. I hope he just runs away somewhere. Indeed. Indeed. Maybe Elnor takes him out. Who knows? Also a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I anyway. thought it was a good episode. Anyway, Vocal Fam, we'll uh, we'll do another one of these after another week of online teaching. We hmm. just want to say, I hope that our online teaching episode did a lot for a lot of people. It's been downloaded a lot. We meant for it to be a public service. That's what it was supposed to be. We hope it helped. Um, and uh, how how have y'all's weeks of online teaching been? good a learning process it was really nice um i could tell that like all the kids i taught were really excited to see another person that wasn't Mm -hmm. like their mom and dad yeah (laughs) 
Um, so they were definitely very eager. And like the kids have been super excited about it and taken really well to it. In fact, I feel like they're practicing more, probably because they have nothing else to do. <laughs> that could be Josh. Yeah. Um, I had a... I, we had extended spring break, so I haven't had the yeah. whole week of lessons, which will start in earnest on Monday. Yeah. Um, but I did have a studio meeting with um, most of the 19 students. Looked like you had a good group. Uh, it uh, they're great, they're wonderful, and they were they're like super appreciative of like the um, like communication. Um, they're they've said that like not all of their professors have like at that point not all very few of their professor did, professors had actually like reached out to them even yeah yeah um so they're they're excited for like you know lesson observations and studio classes going to be um fun on monday um i think everybody yeah just like sarah said just wants to have the the interaction the interaction those touch points with other humans are just exactly fantastic exactly. and the certainty that somebody's reaching out and letting you know like hey everything's uncertain and crazy but i'm gonna detail like for you how this is gonna work Exactly. And just something to grasp to is nice. Yeah. I mean, and I am, I will say I'm lucky in the sense for this situation that I'm, te that I actually only have three um, treble voices right now. Because mm -hmm. um, there's really limited distortion for lower voice types. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel like as of right now that I'm able, that I'm not able to serve the majority of my students. Um, yeah. That would be a little bit different if I was teaching all treble voices. I'd have to, I'd, yeah, have to make some adjustments as they went above the staff. Yeah, I've had to change the exercises I do because I do teach all girls. And when we get up above the staff, like I'm having to change the exercises and just kind of limiting it or yeah. trusting that, you know, relying on their feedback. One thing that's interesting that one of my stu private students was talking about today was um, I think we're going to have to address um people being more sedentary mm -hmm. um and uh he for example was saying that he was feeling like his body i'm not i'm not really into manipulating people's posture or anything like that yeah me neither. Um, but he was saying that his body in general felt more tight because he really had just been with his computer for the last week for um, real so i think yeah. that's something that we might have to be a little bit creative about i yeah. started doing a few like i used to do pilates way back wasn't very good at it but i've tried to like do a few of those poses throughout the week because i could tell that yep. i felt very yep tense we started taking um like 7 a.m walks on the beach because that's when nobody's that's great there. for you guys it's nice that's yeah we great. have to walk our dog so yeah anything anything well i just since well i mean we start back on monday too mm -hmm. and i will say spivak and i sent video messages to everybody Good. I've been trying to reach out with clarified sort of for my more academic classes. I've been trying to clarify new expectations. Yep. Because mm -hmm. um, I am, I mean, as I've told you guys before, you probably, who, who would remember this though, but I'm on a pretty heavy overload right now. Right. Um, fortunately, my one course that was already fully online, it's just been what it's it, just online. It's just yeah. what it is. Right. Um, so that's no problem. Um, I'm I'm going to try to meet with my courses, as we were saying this week, both on the Nats chat and in, in lessons. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to meet lessons once synchronously and then once asynchronously. And I'm going to try to do the same thing with classes. 
um, you know, Smart. meet meet with a um, except for my my big lecture class. I'm just gonna give them assignments. Uh, excuse me. I'm gonna give them materials to 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 have. Um, their their assignments were already online, so I haven't had to change those. Um, and, and we'll start with lessons fully on Monday. I've sent my voice students multiple messages. I, w- I will say one thing I am doing, um, cause I've not been doing studio class this semester, but one thing I am doing is on Fridays from one, f- one to two twenty. I've opened up a couple of zoom blocks and I sent mm-hmm. everybody in all of my classes links mm-hmm. to those zoom hours and That's I've nice. said, as long as we're Love online, because we still have not announced yet that we're fully online the rest of the semester, yep. we've only announced but, still these next two weeks, but sure. yeah. but we know where we are. It's yep. coming, yeah. Um, but I've, I've said, you know, I will be online for those two segments. Yep. Please come join me. And anyway, we're going to get cut off from Zoom. Yes. Guys, thank you. Oh, really? Listen, Vocal Fam. There's a little timer. Love your neighbors, love your folks, love on those people who are around you, um, check in online. We can video conference, guys. It's like it's Star Trek. Let's talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's make facial contact. It's been good talking to you both today. Um, let, nice. let, let, let's stay in touch and, and, and show each other that we love each other, uh, even and if it's from afar. Have teaching and learning. And, and, yeah. and, and let's, let's use it as a distraction. Yep. You know, yep. and, and yep. have some joy and peace in our lives, guys. So that's it. Vocal fam, we're out. Talk to you soon. Yep. Bye.